Exclusive stunning revelations on the rail scam. Is it now just a matter of time before Pawan Bansal is sacked? NDTV brings you details of how the minister's nephew used his officers and officers to push corrupt deals. Also incredible details of how the wife of Mahesh Kumar, the senior rail official who was allegedly trying to bribe the minister, did everything to hide her jewellery, cash and ill-gotten wealth when news channels started flashing reports of how her husband was about to be caught. With the writing on the wall, Pavan Bansal skips the meeting of the union cabinet. But his colleague in the cabinet, Ashwini Kumar, who's been slammed by the Supreme Court for vetting the coal scam report, does go ahead and attend. But as far as Bansal is concerned, the CBI reportedly has transcripts of a thousand phone calls setting up the 10 crore bribery attempt by that senior rail official, Mahesh Kumar. Is it time for the rail minister to go? Is the Prime Minister's club of Punjabi leaders, Pawan Bansal and Ashwini Kumar, a political liability? What about the image of the Prime Minister? Well, joining us uh, to discuss various aspects of a developing story, NDTV's Sunil Prabhu, Tanima Biswas also joins us, as does Sunitra Chaudhary. Sunil, let me uh, come to you for the, the broad, the, the biggest political story of the day that Pawan Bansal chose or perhaps was instructed, we don't know, not to attend that meeting of the Union Cabinet. But Ashwani Kumar did. So Ashwani Kumar appears to be brazen about it, that he's done nothing wrong. His may be a case of impropriety. But what does Bansal's absence from that meeting indicate? Well, the official version, of course, is that he's uh, unwell. But uh, I think we can all see the writing on the wall as the uh, CBI trail becomes uh, far uh, greater on the Bansal family. Uh, there will be a lot of questions and uh, as Mr. Bansal had offered to resign on day one but they kept it on hold uh, because of the Karnataka elections. It's now a question of timing. It's a question of an honourable exit. Mr. Bansal who was seen as a Mr. Clean and a personal choice of the Prime Minister to look and clean up the railway ministry after, 20, after nearly two decades when the Congress party had got that uh, portfolio has really made a mess of things in the light of what uh, we have been getting and what we have been seeing. It's become a clear message to the Prime Minister as well as the Congress President as well as the UPA that the fact is the continuance of these two ministers, be it Mr. Ashwini Kumar for what he did in calling that meeting, though he did not do anything personally wrong, there's no censure against him or by the Prime Minister in the Supreme Court hearing, but the fact that he's having a war with his own law officer, the Attorney General, as well as uh, uh, himself, does not behave well for the law ministry. Right. And for that matter, for, the, for Mr. Bansal, the fact that he has uh, these allegations of corruption linked closely uh, to his family is a sign that does not augur well and clearly uh, dents the image ahead of its fourth anniversary. The UPA4, uh, in its fourth year of its uh, continuance, is uh, going to be seen okay. as, a, as a corrupt uh, government uh, right. which is continuing. Uh, okay, I just, I, I, I just want to go across quickly to Tanima who's been tracking uh, a, a side of the story which, is, which seems to be getting murkier by the moment. How, Tanima, do we have reason to believe that the wealth of Mr. Bansal's family and some of his closest associates rose almost proportionately as his career as a politician went up from the time when he was MOS Finance to when uh, he assumed other important portfolios and, and rose in political stature, 
how did his family in fact literally get richer? All right, uh, Tanima, there's a little bit of a problem over there with your audio. We'll get back to you in just a little while from now. Sunitra Chaudhary, what is the latest that you're hearing uh, on the CBI's investigations? How soon before they actually interrogate Pawan Bansal himself? Well, it could be any time now. In fact, our source, uh, when we asked them whether it would be uh, within the next uh, week to 10 days, they said it could be sooner. What happens before that? Well, if he still remains a minister, which is what Sunil was talking about, then CBI, all they have to do is they have to in, uh, inform his boss, which is the Prime Minister, and they point out uh, very significantly to us that they don't need the government's permission in order to interrogate him. They just need to inform him. As in the case of a joint secretary, they need to tell the secretary. So here they will just inform the Prime Minister and call him in for interrogation. But what it will be a huge embarrassment because other than Shibu Soren, uh, there's no really other minister, sitting minister, who's been called in for questioning. So that's perhaps something that the government is also looking closely at. Now, why has his questioning become so imperative at this point? Well, CBI sources say there are a couple of things, but basically it's the revelations of this main accuser, senior railway official Mahesh Kumar. First of all, he says all his meetings with uh, the, with his Pavan Mansur's nephew, Singla, took place in no other place than the minister's official bungalow in Delhi. That's where it took place. Second, if you look at where uh, Mahesh Kumar and Singla, where Singla used to sit in Rail Bhavan, it's either in the PS's office or in the OSD's office in Rail Bhavan. And in fact, that's why the CBI has also called in the PS to ask him why he was allowing Singla, who's a private person, to sit in Rail Bhavan. Those are two things. But the other factors are also that Pavan Bansal's name kept popping up. There are lots of references to him in telephone conversations during the time that CBI was conducting the tap on this main accused. That's a senior railway official who gave the bribe money. Apart from that, what's also happened is that in the interrogation, all other accused have implicated him. The only person who's saying that Pavan Bansal is not accused is not involved in this, is his own nephew, who says it's and his who himself doing. Is, who himself yes. is quite, who's under arrest at this moment. That's right. I just want to go back to uh, Tanima Biswas. We've got that line back. Tanima, the question I was asking you about how the wealth of Bansal's family rose as his political fortunes rose. Uh, how do you have, or how do we have details of this? Right, Vishnu, as we had broken the story around two days back about the connections, how Pavan Bansal has actually helped his close acquaintances to get to powerful and influential positions. In fact, we had given out the story two days back that his chartered accountant, Sunil Gupta, had in fact been appointed as a non-official, a part-time non-official director in a PSU in, a Can in Canara Bank. And that bank, in turn, had in fact forwarded loans. All right, apologies over there. We've lost that line once again with Tanima Biswas. Some technical problems. We'll come back to her later on. Let me just introduce our panel this evening. Avid Rasul Khan of the Congress joins me. Prakar Javrekar, spokesperson and Rajya Sabha MP of the BJP. Shogotha Roy, Lok Sabha MP of the Trinamool Congress. And TSR Subramaniam, former cabinet secretary to the government of India. Uh, also with us, as also, the well-known columnist and journalist Siddharth Bhatia. Thank you all uh, very much for joining us. Uh, Mr. Khan, let me just come to you first, sir. Uh, the information that is coming right now, and obviously it all has to be proven in a court of law, suggests impropriety at the highest level. The fact 
that you've got relatives uh, of the minister conducting business, allegedly criminal business, in his offices. Uh, allegations that 50 crores worth of loans were secured by relatives of Mr. Bunsel when, through the, uh, through the use of Mr. Bunsel's position, they were shifted to various companies, banks. It just seems to indicate a huge amount of impropriety, perhaps corruption. Why is the Congress sticking on with this minister? Uh, first of all, it's an unfortunate happening. And uh, the way Mr. Singla was arrested by CBI and the investigation was done and nine other people were arrested, uh, one thing is clear that uh, the way CBI was always touted to be a Congress Bureau of Investigation, it has proved that Congress does not interfere or does not meddle in the affairs of CBI and it is doing everything on its own. Mr. Khan, Ashwini Kumar has been no, let me come to that. I'm, I'm discussing the merits of you're this case. That phrase or you, no. you're, you're giving us that statement no. just a couple of days after the Supreme Court said that the law minister of the country went to the coal scam report and that the CBI that, has that been working under the government. How, could, how, we, how can you... That is a very technical aspect which we need to discuss in detail. Okay, we'll the discuss it. statement not be good for me or sure. both. Sure. So now let, uh, as far as Mr. Bansal is concerned, my party, as far as you also know, I also know that it is seriously seized of the matter and the matter is being discussed at the highest level and we will, we will take a call on it very shortly. But the fact remains that uh, Mr. Bansal has not been directly implicated in any of these things and uh, his nephew who has been uh, arrested has definitely been privy to his personal office or bungalow which as a relative he is bound to have so now whether in rail bhavan he yes, was sitting in yes, rail bhavan any any minister it is not very naive to say that uh, any minister either any party or any period is there always relatives come and meet them and go through. But he was conducting yeah. business over Actually, here. Actually, that is where I am coming to. Basically, if that business was being conducted with uh, rail minister's knowledge or with the officers who are there, then definitely it's a very serious issue which we need to consider. Now, the inquiry is on and it is only a matter of eight days or seven days when the inquiry has started and it's on the channels on a regular basis. The inquiry will be shortly completed and based on the inquiry or before the inquiry, based on the facts of the case, the party will take a stand which will be to the satisfaction of the people okay. of this country. Let me just bring in Prakash Javrekar. Mr. Javrekar, the Congress party seems to indicate that until such time as Bansal is directly implicated, it's okay for his relatives and others to sit in his office in Rail Bhavan. No one knows why, but it's okay for them to sit over there. But he's not been implicated. We are waiting for an implication, sir. How does the BJP reply? Absolutely. This is defending the indefensible on the first point. But more seriously, it is also an exhibition of shamelessness with which they can, they can defend the corruption. See what are the facts which have come to that. I thought that even if they were thinking on a political line, yesterday the parliament got over, yesterday the Karnataka results were over, by evening they should have given the uh, resignations as people were suggesting that they would get both good lines. Today what paper have... Uh, all newspapers have reported that uh, even in Karnataka win, they got the Supreme Court rep uh, reprimand. So this is what is reported all over. So this is a serious matter, both Ashwini Kumar, the PM Joint Secretary, the Coal Joint Secretary and the Supreme Court's comments are so scabbing that it doesn't require a final order. Uh, that means unless you are kicked out forcibly, either by the court order or by the people's mandate, you will not leave your office. That is the message what Congress wants to give. 
this is not a reassuring prime minister giving any assurance to the country that see this is my cabinet he is presiding over the worst was most corrupt javrekar he is the he is we haven't heard from the prime minister on this we are just getting source based information yeah. that he is concerned two of two two senior leaders for of the congress both leaders from the punjab essential to the fortunes of the congress party mired in allegations of corruption for right or for wrong and we hear nothing from the prime minister uh prime minister is not bound to answer the allegations made by the opposition or the uh, tv oh. camera now basically the party has its spokespersons to talk about it the government has its spokespersons to talk about it they have already been but speaking but the ultimate accountability yeah, is from one, the prime one minister one small thing i would take it forward it's not a small case sir no, it's no, a not very serious one, case no i'm not saying small in that what i want to give a small suggestion i said the small suggestion here is that uh, i have been attending debate <coughs> with bjp talks about all this impropriety and morality and all these things and uh, we need to listen to them but i would like to say that uh, basically if this issues are being taken up by somebody who has a clean record then it's fine but bjp if i want to talk about it it starts from vajpayee sanindla today no let me complete it i have rabish rabish no let is there any fir no let me complete it from the prime minister son in law no, you are not your media has diverted the issue hell ka tape you are diverting the issue because you have nothing to do with an fir do you need an fir in amit shah's case when gujarat has banned him from entering gujarat amit shah case supreme court tomorrow you want to promote him into home minister yes. of this country This is your idea. Then, in uh, case of uh, Uma Bharati, Mr. Javrekar, he says double standards. You are criticizing them of corruption, but there no, are no more double standards of Uma corruption. No more double standards. People who are we are discussing. Okay, so then we we are discussing the case of Bansal. We are discussing the case of Bansal. Not under their pressure. We are keeping quiet. They don't want parliament to run. They don't want a debate. They want to work on the streets. They want to do dharna on the street. Is it right? Today I have attended a debate and I have talked to children. Yes. Children are also abusing us for you, not. Uh, you are looting the, the country, and do you expect that opposition will sit idle? Opposition has got MPs. This is the point. Okay, opposition no, no, one meeting of MPs. Two thousand nine hundred leaders. You want two thousand nine hundred in the parliament? Two thousand two thousand nine mandate was not to loot the country, and the parliament has seen twelve members of parliament were dismissed. Mr. Chairman, the greatest respect to you. If I read the list of the rupees, people who are involved in this, I will take the whole rupees. debate here in your party. For for five thousand rupees. Okay. Well, Mr. Chairman, and I am coming back to you in one minute from now because I want to come yeah. to our other panelists. We've got yeah. plenty of time. Shogotada, as you uh, as you see uh, as you listen to this debate over here, uh, the, the fact that the Trinamool and, and Mamta Banerjee in the past has been associated so closely with the Rail Ministry. Was were, were these allegations of rampant corruption at the senior most level something that she had heard about, <coughs> or is this something that is just materialized <coughs> overnight because of alleged corruption by the present minister? When Mamta Banerjee was rail minister in both terms in 1999-2001 and 2009-2011, there are no allegations of corruption. There are no allegations that Mamta Banerjee's relatives were taking money for transfers. I had the impression earlier that Pawan Bansal may be a good man, but what I've learned over these two days just sickens me. His family properties went up from zero to 153 crores in his years of ministership, and then his 
own nephew, sister's son, sits in his office in the rail bhavan at his residence and offers to promote a person to member electrical in the railway board in lieu of 10 crores and that officer is arrested while giving this money to these representatives. And several people who are owners of firms who benefit from the member electrical are supposed to have paid the money. Now there is some, there is a rot in this whole system. During Mantav Energy's times, never these sort of allegations have surfaced. No question of any of Mamtab Energy's relatives acquiring crores of money, huge companies during her ministration. But Chokotada, what about ah. senior officials in the railways? Because you were referring earlier to Mahesh Kumar, somebody who's on the railway board. He wants that shift to uh, member electrical, which is seen to be a more lucrative post, allegedly because he was trying to push a certain company which was giving this bribe money. Yeah. When she was uh, a rail minister, yes. did she not see this among the bureaucracy within the railways? See this, it all depends on how many posts, how many vacancies of railway board members come up during any minister's tenure. Mamta Banerjee yes. was railway minister for just around two years. I do not know how many vacancies of railway board members occurred at that time. But not even remotely, not even remotely any transaction of money is rumored or said to have changed, up, changed place in railway board appointment. Mr. Javed, I, I, I always yes. have maintained, please yes. just one moment. Yep. Railway board I have always maintained is a useless British type colonial organization and now it has been proved to be a corrupt organization. Vulnerable to corruption. When a man of the rank of a secretary of uh, government of India offers money to the minister's nephew to be hold a certain post so that he could order for anti-collision devices worth 6,000 crores from this Manjunath and others, it sickens me. And if Pabran Bansal had any sense of self-respect, he should have resigned. And I think that the Congress leadership will have to take a call. If he doesn't want to, he should be removed. And this holds for Ashini Kumar also. After the Supreme Court stricture yesterday, being a law minister and a formerly a practicing lawyer, I don't know with how much practice, yes. after the Supreme Court strictures, he should have resigned on his own. Okay, he should have what resigned. Shogotada, I, I, I take the point that you are mentioning, country. but I want I want to uh, go across to the former cabinet secretary, Mr. T.S.R. Subramaniam. Uh, sir, it's, it's a, you know, I mean, for years and years and years, every government in power would say that, you know, the CBI never uh, is not under the government, it's completely independent. Today we know that that's not true. Another thing that all governments have said, is that, you know, the bureaucracy doesn't indulge in this kind of corruption, it just doesn't happen. But it's an open secret, sir, that there are wet posts and that there are dry posts. There are posts where you can make money and there are posts that you can't. And those that are wet posts are posts which bureaucrats want to take. What does this entire sordid tale say about the bureaucracy within the railways? Isn't it singularly vulnerable to corruption? Uh, Vishnu, yes, you are right. I think... Uh 
as Mr. Roy said earlier, this is a very sad day when we are seeing this kind of an allegation, this kind of a thing in respect of the senior most levels in the bureaucracy. I have seen over the years this kind of a thing for thanas, this kind of a thing even at the SP level, rarely above that because above that level and the secretariat in the field, it used to be pliant officers rather than officers who paid money. But it is a very sad day indeed that the deterioration has come to this ex extent. I think this is one and it is very also equally sad, government have not made a statement on this saying this is a one-off, this is, this is special, instead of dispelling the feeling that every big senior post today in India is bought and sold. Having said that, let me make two short points. One point is that I am very puzzled now, are we equating resignation or dismissal from, uh, from, the, from the cabinet as equal to conviction in a court of law. In a court of law, yes. you want strong evidence, not prima facie or allegations. You want proof. Do you want to wait for that? Don't you wait for... Isn't it sufficient perception a week back that the son or the nephew of the minister was caught red-handed? Isn't that enough for him to step down or to be asked to step down? And in the case of Ashwini Kumar, the point was made, there are no strictures. Yes. I am astonished. In fact, your own correspondent Prabhu made the point. I am absolutely astonished to hear that. The court has said that major significant changes were done in the report. What is the report? The investigation report. The law of the land for Vineet Narayan says today that invest in investigation, government has no right to intervene. So basically, they, of course, they have been very soft about the yeah. language. The language is unmistakable. So far, so far interfering right, investigation. the language might get tougher by the 10th of July, right? When the next time maybe, goes maybe, maybe, but no, but it is not correct interpretation to say that that the court has let him off lightly. Is it they not? have been it extremely correct in this. Yes, they have been extremely correct in this. They have used the correct words, but the meaning is unmistakable. Mr. Bhatia, let me come to you next. When it comes to political morality, it appears that political morality is only when you've been convicted by a court and you have to go to jail. Until that time, it appears in this case, you brazen it out. So there can be serious allegations against you. Until it lands up in court and you get sentenced, you hang on to your post. And the word impropriety, which is a convenient excuse, seems to be something which is acceptable. Yes, I may have committed an impropriety, but that doesn't mean I should step down. Is that your interpretation as well? Well, that, uh, these kind of technical um, definitions, nitpicking has been going on for a long time, as you know. Uh, and I'm afraid that uh, many other parties too are equally uh, answerable on that. But what interests me uh, is I incidentally feel that Mr. Bansal should have been asked to go in the second day itself, first or second day, or he should now do, do the decent thing and quit. What interests me is the fact that just yesterday, the Congress has won a handsome victory in Karnataka and let's be very, very clear about it that one thing that really made a difference was serious allegations of corruption against the Chief Minister and MPs. Yes. Uh, and the people who are influencing and peddling their influence behind the scenes, the mining lobby, etc. Now the lesson is out there for all to see. We've got an election coming up within a year. So if the Congress does not see this writing on the wall then I think they have completely misunderstood what happened yesterday and they are completely in the wrong boat because I think that if the Congress had shown that Mr. Bansal is being asked to step down because while there is no smoking gun, 
the circumstantial evidence is becoming just too overwhelming even before your revelations today. Uh, sitting in the office, asking in, uh, for 10 uh, crores, uh, for a promotion, the nephew, their fortunes have gone through the roof within 5 or 7 years. So there is no smoking gun but the circumstantial evidence is too much. So the Congress could have seized the initiative. Instead, I am mystified. They are trying to brazen it out. So forget impropriety. The whole concept of, you know, let's wait till we finally reach a situation where it becomes completely untenable and use the same argument that the court still had to hear it, which could go on for years. Okay. I think we are just stretching that a bit too All much. right. Mr. Javrekar, come in. Yes. You had a point. Go ahead, Mr. Javrekar. Just one, one yes, Mr. Javrekar, just one uh, second. Shogotada wants to, to make a point. Minute. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, just the point that I support Mr. Vatia's statement that yesterday Congress won a victory in Karnataka, mainly campaigning against the former BJP government's corruption. So the ideal way to celebrate that victory would have been to ask these two ministers to resign and put it up to the public, look here, we have won a victory against corruption in one state and we shall not tolerate corruption in any form. And told that Congress core committee is meeting today, by the end of the evening, they should announce that we are Asking this minister seem to, to be any whether they are convicted or in court or not is another question. We are told is the perception to happen, is sir. that both it's not going to happen, sir. It's not going to happen. Hence, this debate. There is unlikely to be any announcement, Shogutada. That's the point over here. If there and is that's no sad. announcement, that's very the sad. Congress will lose face, and ultimately it will be said that Ashini Kumar was doing this because he wanted to. Save the Prime Minister, guard the Prime Minister, prove to be more loyal than the King. Okay. That is why all this happened. So, why did he uh, call the uh, Attorney General and the CBI Director? The questions have not been answered till today. No he, answers there. there. Mr. Javrekar, go ahead. Mr. Javrekar, go ahead. See, that is where I was coming to the culpability of the Prime Minister. See, even I said that what Congress has not only abused and misused the CBI, but also abused the clean image of Manmohan Singh. They could have made anybody else the coal minister, but they made, uh, they, they uh, kept the portfolio with the prime minister, and all these 2006 and 9 corruption cases and the which CBI is now investigation is against PM's decisions. He has signed each and every allocation, which is now being found that there is no reason, there is no logic, there is nothing. It's uh, absolute arbitrariness, and that is what is being investigated. That was our complaint. And so, Prime Minister's culpability in twofold. Yes. A, he first was a part of the scam, uh, willingly or unwillingly. And second, now to defend him, he is allowing every institute, institution to be uh, to be uh, to be uh, intervened the way they have done with CBI. That he asked the law minister, how can PMO's PMO joint secretary go to the CBI and change the report? Court yes. has taken objection, but my further objection is that is it not PM's responsibility then? All right. Is it not he should who should own own it? And that is why 
the first and what we said was if you think that pm's resignation is the last thing we can accept okay start to, if you wanted parliament to function ask these two ministers where now what what you remain abit sir why did you come into that lots of company lots of lots of allegations over there lakh, the bjp basically making the yes, point that you cannot keep the prime minister out yeah. of that and the process of resignations of yeah. course needs to start somewhere else but ultimately the buck stops yes. at the door of the prime minister how do you they cannot dictate who is to resign or who is to what like to me let me come that that I I one second let let abit sir go ahead with this point go ahead first of all i would like to very categorically state that bjp will not be uh, the party to decide who is to resign or who has to resign or who has to go it, secondly uh, i would like to uh, answer all your fellow panelists of highly learned people on the yes. screen that karnataka victory was not only a victory of corruption it was a victory of bad governance it was a victory of communalism it was a victory of uh, victory of no victory against no, no what english let me let me complete it i did not disturb you at all i have left i i listened very patiently i have a right to answer your own no, party no no please answer, speak english properly okay i may not be as learned as you mr roy but let me talk you you are a highly no, qualified person you are a highly learned person no, no. of the highest caliber possible let me also complete no, it if I, I you like yeah basically it's a victory where we have uh, fought against corruption we have fought against bad governance we have fought against communalism and then that uh, victory has come through so now to equate that and say that just because that has come through you need to sacrifice two ministers and you need to get forward i don't think our party is so petty that just because of a victory it will sacrifice couple of ministers even without holding a preliminary inquiry as i told in the beginning that definitely we are under uh, consideration and the uh, issues are being seriously looked into by the party and a proper answer will come as far as is it okay for yeah I'll, I'll let me complete is it is it okay for the minister to be interrogated and no. still remain minister he because he is going to be he hasn't been interrogated once he is will he then step up that's what i'm telling you the party is there it takes what, what is the line over there no, i'm just uh, asking I, I am, from I am a congress a, standpoint is it okay for a minister to be interrogated by the cbi if, if and retain his post no if you're asking me my personal opinion yes. i i feel that uh, if there is a substantial evidence and it is required somebody has to resign but if it is my party stand i would like to say that the party high command is the supreme body who takes a decision now that is the difference now secondly as far as mr jadhakar trying to uh, bring the ball to prime minister's office i would like to say here that this allocations were done on a policy from nda period where in nda period there is a no. charge that about 50 to 60000 crores have been unserved now coming further when mr uh, prime minister wanted to change the policy in 2005 it was bjp states which objected and said the policy you sir you made a very important point and i'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you but you made a point that will, you believe in your personal opinion that when a time comes it's possibly right for a minister to resign is it not true that there are other leaders in the congress party who also believe that it's time for both of these ministers to go congress, because they share congress, what you are saying i will i will very make a very general and very straight statement on your channel today that congress and my leadership believes totally in a corruption free and our and therefore leadership. these ministers need to step down uh now no let me not get into your answer and from the period of lal bahadur shastri jawahar lal nehru uh, till uh, sonia gandhi today we all Uh, definitely believe that uh, party and the country is more sir, important and we have to take care of the country in all you're saying two things sir no, i'm saying... not saying two things uh, you you asked me personally personally i said that if there is serious allegations i'm asking you personally proved, sir but you're a congress worker you're a you. congress leader on the part of and there must be others in the congress who share that view that these ministers need to go fast 
and if they are found to be clean if they then they need to come back perhaps Vishnu, first of all let the inquiry be completed how can you finalize it on your table or my table mm -hmm. or uh, sitting in a studio the inquiry in C of uh, mr <coughs> bansal is with the cbi they are doing a day to day inquiry okay go ahead and then last comment to mr javrekar go ahead Shogotada. the la last comment is that it's not a question of anybody being proved guilty in court nobody caught the minister with the hand in the till only his nephew was caught with his hand in the till but it's a matter of perception Vishnu the perception is that the law minister violated all laws called the CBI director to change the report in order to protect the prime minister <coughs> that the railway minister was directly complicit in the corruption of the nephew and other relatives <coughs> the perception is that these people are morally guilty and that's why I said that they, they should have resigned by themselves and if they did not by today their high command should have taken a call if it doesn't ultimately they will have to go but the high command will accept it after pressure and it will leave a bad taste in the okay. Mr. Javrekar first and then, and then go ahead. Uh, Mr. Javrekar first go ahead Mr. Javrekar my comment is very simple that what we have listened or uh, what has been revealed to the country in last one week or two weeks is absolutely shocking. And these revelations have come because conscience of some good officers was awake. Yes. And they acted in the best national interest. They brought the news of how the government is intervening in the and waiting the CBI report and changing and as Supreme Court said, taking heart out of it. So that they made comment on. And more than that, in the real minister's case, it is again a conscious good sense of some officers which followed it up, knowing fully well that it was the real minister's case, but they followed it up in their best tradition. So I think I read one Arun Shavri's article 30 years ago, A Reason for Hope. And I have a okay. reason for hope that such good officers okay. can also change the country's fate. And okay. both these ministers uh, will go. A reason, uh, a reason they for hope. Today or tomorrow, the CBI has certainly acted in this one case. Last words to you, sir, uh, as we end this debate. I would like to just remind Mr. Roy about the recent uh, chit fund scam and the way he's trying to show himself yes. and his party on the moral high ground. Uh, where their leader has it, has let me complete it. Why are getting upset? Where the leader has shared the stage, sat with them, received donations with from them, taken uh, money from them. Later on, she has returned. That's a different issue. And then nobody asked for a resignation. Nobody asked from her. Did she have the moral high ground okay. to resign there? Shogutala, likewise, you can't likewise. claim the moral high ground. That's like, what Abhi Chabi said. Mr. Jabekar also. problem is problem problem is that uh, one minister of the Congress at the center, he wrote in favor of this chief That fund. was a very small issue, Our Mr. chief minister may attend a public function, but our chief minister's relatives did have you, not been caught with their hand in the team. Whereas, on paper, your minister ha and one Assam minister is alleged to have taken three crores from this my last one yes. is that but in spite of all this the way BJP made the session a washout 
and not allowed us to raise these corruption matters as also other matters in the country. Okay, this is something right. I cannot. Okay, we are, well, we have we have now we have now moved on to a completely different area, and, and hopefully the next nice. session of Parliament will see a lot more work. The, we are trying to focus on the Bansal yes, issue over here. Let's see what happens. I'd like to thank all our panelists very much for joining us, but we are not done as yet with thank the story you. because there are a few fascinating details which are coming in. Fascinating details of how, remember Mahesh Kumar, the senior rail official who wanted that post of member electrical, how news broke on news channels of this and his wife in Mumbai got hold, as my colleague Sunitra Chaudhary explains, of a constable in the Railway Protection Force to try and hide her alleged ill-gotten wealth. Speaking of the railway scam, details are emerging of how there was a dramatic chase before Mahesh Kumar was arrested. Now, our sources tell us that when the 90 lakh bribe was paid to Bansal's nephew Singla, he was caught red-handed. But railway board member, and that's him, Mahesh Kumar, he wasn't yet caught. They found his phone signals, remember they were tapping his phone, emanating from this area in Delhi, Mahipalpur, in, uh, and realized that he must be on his way to go to the airport to catch a flight to Mumbai for the weekend as he'd just taken over in Delhi just two days before that and he lived in Mumbai. So the CBI kept the singular arrest story really quiet. They didn't leak it to the media so that they could catch Mahesh Kumar and they dispatched a whole bunch of investigators after him at the airport. They were given a single command, go through the passenger list at the airport of all flights going to Mumbai and arrest him. Meanwhile, some proactive media people, that's how reporters are in Chandigarh, figured out the news of Singla's arrest and how he took a bribe on behalf of certain senior official called Mahesh Kumar. And so, CBI was refusing to confirm the news but fearing that Mahesh Kumar would escape. But certain local channels put that story on air. And this was bad news for the CBI because they didn't manage to get the right flight details and Kumar was airborne by the time his name started appearing in a couple of TV channels. So, CBI then alerted their Mumbai branch and the local police to get him as soon as he lands at the airport. But his wife, meanwhile, had figured out she was probably someone she knew watch, was watching TV. They saw the name and so she called a railway protection force inspector where her husband used to work before. Someone uh, that they trusted and they asked him to come over. Uh, with, uh, and because she wanted to move the crucial and incriminating documents from her house. This inspector and Mrs. Kumar then both took a taxi and they moved files, jewelry, cash, bond certificates to a go-down at a distant location. And so the CBI, when they brought, they arrested him at the airport, they brought him home and searched the house. They neither found his wife there, they weren't really looking for her, but they couldn't find anything incriminating. And they were surprised to find that she actually, the wife, came home after 11 and they felt that it was a little unusual. Now, some of the Mumbai policemen, not the CBI ones, were alert and they managed to get details of her entire trip from the taxi driver who had taken them. And that's how, because they kept questioning him and they tried to find out where she'd been till 11 o'clock and that's how they recovered the files and other assets two days later. So that's the story of the entire chase. And now, because of that entire story, not only is that the bribery case against Mahesh Kumar, there's also a disproportionate assets case because of all the cash and all the uh, wealth that they've found, which is uh, much more than his legitimate means of income. 
and secondly they are also filing a case of destroying evidence that is against his wife as well. Back to you. All right. Well, we're going to uh, move away from that story to bring you another big headline today. The Supreme Court today said that it takes a grave view of white-collar crimes and therefore no bail can be granted to Jagan Mohan Reddy till the CBI files its final charge sheet. Just a day after the Apex Court criticized political influence on the CBI, the court said in the Jagan case, it is satisfied with the CBI probe and does not believe that it's been politically motivated. Jagan Mohan Reddy will stay in jail for at least the next four months. The Supreme Court on Thursday rejected his bail petition but said the CBI should file its final charge sheet in four months after which Jagan can apply for bail in the trial court. Industrialist Nimagada Prasad's bail plea was also rejected and Jagan's financial advisor Vijay Sai Reddy was told he must surrender by the 5th of June. The OSR camp had been very woeful after the top court's critical observations on the CBI in the Colgate scam. The setting up of a deadline for filing a final charge sheet may be some relief, but CBA says it can still seek more time. CBA counsel also points out that the court had not entertained allegations that the probe was politically influenced. We have arrested sitting Congress ministers also. There is no interference by Congress or by any political party. Come May 27, it will be one year since Jagan Mohan Reddy was arrested for holding assets disproportionate to known sources of income. Mopidevi Venkatramna, the first minister named in the case, resigned and was arrested three days before Jagan. He has stayed in jail since then. The other ministers, Roads and Buildings Minister Dharmana Prasad Rao and Home Minister Sabita Indra Reddy, have continued in Chief Minister Kiran Kumar Reddy's cabinet despite being named in charge sheets filed by the CBI. The court has not taken cognizance of the second minister's uh, uh, charge sheet yet. And the first minister's charge sheet, the court has said that um, uh, um, the permission of the government is required. So how was the decision taken and was it according to procedure? That is one aspect. The benefit they have derived out of it, that is not uh, on the face of it. It is not the responsibility of the state government or other things. So they will have to answer such questions. The dilemma for the Congress is that it cannot disown its ministers nor can it blame the previous Congress government. So the Congress government is inclined to back its ministers and unlikely to give the nod for their prosecution. Some seven more charge sheets are expected to be filed in the Jagan case and there are likely to be more names from the Kiran Kumar Reddy cabinet. With A.Y. Dinadan in Delhi, in Hyderabad, Uma Sudhir, NDTV. Well, earlier this evening, I spoke to Bharti Reddy, Jagan Mohan Reddy's wife, and I began uh, by asking her, uh, Bharti, the Supreme Court refused to grant Jagan bail today and indicated that it did not believe that this case was politically motivated, as you have always argued. Why do you intend to do, what do you intend to do now that your central argument that this has all been politically motivated, that's been defeated? See, one thing is... Uh that this is a political case is what even a child in Andhra Pradesh knows. One month after Jagan left the party, Congress party, as long as his father was alive, he was a very respectable man. As long as Jagan was in the Congress party, he was a very respectable man. One month after Jagan left the party, yes. a Congress MLA filed a, a PIL and and that uh, and that got taken up. Uh, it, it, that was taken up, 
and immediately one month after he filed that bill he was made a minister not only that you know recently we had the uh, union minister of state for uh, railways i think kotla he he also said uh, jagan will not get bail any time soon he will one day have to merge his party into the congress see all these and even mr gulam nabi azad during the last uh, may election campaign i think he said had jagan been in the congress he would have but been made a minister and eventually we would have made but a but chief but minister but 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 tell me this were you optimistic after the supreme court's observations on the coal scam that the cbi was not independent at all and worked at the behest of the government the supreme court said this and on the basis of these supreme court observations did you believe that your central argument that this is all politically motivated the cbi was working for the government that would have done well uh, in terms of what the the, the court decided not only myself the whole state of andhra pradesh was optimistic there are so many people who are disappointed today if ndtv does a you know just a half an hour of talking to people you will see the kind of disappointment people are in today because Wait, they, we, yeah. we all had high hopes uh, that jagan will come out on bail that finally uh, justice will be done for us is what we had all hoped for but anyway i am i'm still happy that at least the supreme court has fixed a time frame for the cbi um, i i'm i'm happy i'm happy with that you know because uh, the judge had said that he will do justice to both the parties and uh, he did fix a time frame all right so that's welcome news as far as you're concerned yeah. because you believe it's all been kept hanging in a sense but when jagan eventually does come out of jail do you believe that is a result of this jail term uh, the fact that he remains an incredibly popular leader in in andhra pradesh do you believe that he would actually emerge an even stronger politician uh, i think uh, i think even right now because of uh, the moral stand he has taken in spite of all this pressure see congress uses this uh, this kind of uh, pressure tactics they've done that with yadurappa in spite of all that jagan has stood strong in his conviction in what he believed i think that itself makes him a force to reckon with in the state right now even if he is inside i think the people love him so much people are behind him so much because they see that he is standing by his convictions that he will not let the people down like how chandrababu has done or like how congress has done but don't he is not an opportunist but Had don't been an opportunist yes. he would have been outside by now I think the people see that people see that he is a man who will stand by his words but bharti don't people also see jagan as being someone tainted by incredibly serious charges of corruption that your entire business empire in a sense was funded through corrupt practices so it's not just about him being a mass leader an exceptionally popular leader very much along the lines of his father but also as somebody who's inherited this legacy of corruption I think people know that these are all false allegations because see if you see uh, immediately after he was arrested the by elections were held out of 18 by election uh, out of 18 our party won 15 and the mp constituency where our candidate was fielded we won by 3 lakhs majority never seen in that place never seen before in that place so i think the people don't believe all these allegations and I, finally the verdict will come from the people and that will be a slap on the face for the congress i think well the verdict will also come uh, from and before i close vishnu i just want to make uh, i just want to uh, say one thing about the cbi cbi the investigation has been going on for 21 months now in october when we moved the supreme court for bail 
CBI told the Supreme Court they need only three more months to complete the investigation. Now eight months is over. Today they say they need another four, four to six months. And the court grants them that four months. And Mr. Ashok Ban, he just comes out immediately after hearing the judgment. He hears it and five minutes he comes out and he says, after the four months we can go back for extension. This itself shows that there is no inclination in them to complete the so-called investigation because there is no investigation. Alright, there is no investigation. Well, a court will judge that. Bharti, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us and sharing that view. It, it is obviously a very difficult day for you. Uh, one way or the other, hopefully there will be justice. Moving on, on the last day of election campaigning in Pakistan, Imran Khan will address his final political rally strapped to a hospital bed where he is recovering from multiple fractures in his spine and a cracked rib and head injuries. Many analysts believe that the 15-foot fall from a forklift has not diminished the soaring hopes of his supporters who have poured into the street outside the lower hospital where Imran is admitted. Barkhadat has this exclusive report. We saw that a brief statement he gave from the hospital bed. Now there's, you know, there's, he, he's virtually having to run the tail end of his election campaign from the hospital bed. But shall I tell you about that clip? Yeah. Um, we were not allowing it. The doctors were not allowing it. You can imagine what he did. He said, because we said you're looking really unwell. So maybe the people will not feel... Hmm. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll be even more devastated hmm. to see you like that. Yeah. Oh, really? Remove my bandage? So we left the room basically, and this is, I don't think anybody else knows that, but we left the room to have a discussion. What do we do? Because my instinct was, we cannot control my brother, even in this state. So I wanted to discuss with this party people what they'd like to do. And lo and behold, he sent somebody out, he says, get... Uh, comb my hair, remove the bandage, clean my face from blood, open my collar, bring a camera in. I have a, I want to talk. Mm. And, he, and he gave that interview. He was about to get receive very strong medicines for. Mm. And he just did it himself. He controls even in that situation. He, he, um, he's just not going to be ill. Mm. And uh, I think he's much better. We, as you can see, we are feeling much better. Yeah. And he, yesterday, he was a little concerned that from, remember for somebody who gets up in the morning, exercises and is on the road till 2 o'clock at night, non-stop, to suddenly be absolutely still. So we were totally pleased and he was looking totally. So what am I going to do now? He says, well, you're going to rest. He says, well, how do you do that? <laughs> you can't move. So this is a forced rest for him. Is he following the news from the hospital bed? Uh, for one, he asked for his phone, so <laughs> on doctor's orders, that was Not forbidden. Yeah. Today, he has the phone. We haven't charged it. All right. Well, we're going to continue with our focus on Pakistan after a short break. Barkhadat, a special interview with Nawaz Sharif. Stay tuned.